time. It's time to hit the ice, Penguin fans. Chris Mack has you covered with all the news and notes surrounding, surrounding your Penguin. Only on 5th Avenue Faceoff. And welcome in, friends. It is another episode of 5th Avenue Faceoff. Hi there. I'm Chris Mack, your friendly host. You can catch me on 93.7 The Fan weekday mornings from 5.40 to 10 a.m. as a part of the Fan Morning Show. Catch me on weekends, Sunday mornings on the BetQL Network, talking about uh, sports and sports gambling from all sorts of different angles. Uh, the primary passion, though, especially this time of year, the Pittsburgh Penguins, can they get in? It is an uphill battle. I haven't brought myself to looking at like 5.38 or any of the hockey viz sites that I usually go to to get a percentage chance on whether the Penguins make the playoffs or not as we sit here Monday afternoon. Uh, but I have a feeling it's probably less than 50%. And I understand why, if that's the case, because it is an uphill battle, even if they win their final two games and they should win both of those final two games. If they don't win their final two games, they don't deserve to get into the playoffs. Let's be clear about that. Tuesday, their home finale against the Chicago Blackhawks, a 7.30 Eastern faceoff. Thursday at Columbus against the worst team in the league, the uh, Chicago, the Columbus Blue Jackets, that a 7 p.m. faceoff. They should win both of those. And if they do, okay, they'll finish with 94 points on the season. The question, is that enough to get ahead of and stay ahead of the Florida Panthers and New York Islanders, who each have 91 points and each have two games left as well, and each have the first tiebreaker advantage over the Pittsburgh Penguins, which is regulation victories. Florida with 36, New York with 35, the Penguins with just 31. So they cannot catch the Isles or the Cats in that category. So they've got to beat them in points. They can't tie them in points. Florida and New York can only secure two more points in the standings each or either or one of them, and the Penguins have to win both of their final two games in order to get into the playoffs. That's the simple math. The unfortunate part of it is both the Islanders and the Panthers are going up against teams in different scenarios who may not have much to play for. Monday night, it's the Islanders visiting an Alex Ovechkinless Capitals team that has been mailing it in down the stretch. Uh, the Florida Panthers host a locked-into-place Toronto Maple Leafs team who have known for the better part, it feels like, of two and a half months that they'll be playing the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round. That is now actually locked in. They will be playing the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round with home ice advantage over Tampa. So Toronto, very little left to play for. Uh, still trying to get comfortable around a new number one goaltender in uh, Samsonov with Matt Murray out due to concussion issues. Still trying to get a couple guys, some landmark uh, points for the season, but I don't know if that's enough for Toronto to go out of their way to bust it against the Panthers on Monday night. So let's presume everything plays out over the course of Monday night and Tuesday night as we expect it to. And that would be a win for the Islanders in Washington, a win for the Panthers at home against the Leafs, and a win at home for the Penguins against the Blackhawks. Well, then you'll have the Pittsburgh Penguins still sitting there out of the playoff picture at 92 points, while the Panthers and Islanders would have 93. And it would come down to Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday, the Islanders host the Canadiens at 7 o'clock. And the Canadiens 
can't really, because of the way the standings sit right now, do much to improve their odds of winning the Connor Bedard sweepstakes, the NHL draft lottery. They are maxed out at an 8.5% chance to win the lottery. But they can hurt their odds and decrease their chance by winning games and adding more points in the standings to the 68 they have with two games left, including Wednesday night's game on Long Island. So I can't imagine the Canadians are going to be going out of their way to put up much of a fight against the Islanders. Let's assume the Islanders win that one. The Islanders would then have 95 points. The Penguins would be out of the running for that first wild card spot. Again, if everything went chalk, so to speak, through Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday night, which means it would come down to Thursday. It would come down to the Pens in Columbus, a 7 o'clock face-off, and the Florida Panthers hosting the Carolina Hurricanes, also a 7 o'clock face-off on Thursday night. There's a couple ways that can go. Carolina could have clinched the Metro Division by that point. They play Buffalo, I believe it is, on Tuesday night. Let me just make sure I have the schedule correct. No, the Devils play Buffalo on Tuesday night, Chris. Get it straight. Carolina visits Ottawa on Monday night. If Carolina were to beat Ottawa, which wouldn't surprise anybody, on Monday night, and the red hot, I guess we could call them, Buffalo Sabres, who've won six out of their last 10 and two in a row, and the Sabres were able to beat New Jersey on Tuesday night, well, then all of a sudden, a lot more things get locked into place. Carolina gets locked into the one seed in the Metro. They clinch the division and maybe have nothing left to play for on Thursday against the Florida Panthers. That's no good because a Panthers win then would clinch the final Eastern Conference playoff spot in this chalk scenario that we're playing out. And in fact, it would only take a single point for the Panthers in that scenario. All they would have to do is get to overtime. The Penguins would also, of course, have to win against the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that's why I totally understand if all of the hashtag math uh, brings it into less than a 50% chance for the Penguins to squeak into this final Eastern Conference playoff spot. But I also understand that things don't always go chalk in the NHL, as we know. As we've seen uh, the Penguins in games against maybe not the Red Wings this weekend, but a couple weeks ago in games at home against the Canadians and the Senators and Sharks. Things don't always go chalk. Or maybe maybe that is chalk and the Penguins really aren't a playoff team and that's why they're in the position they are in right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to look it up. Before I bring Tango in, Eric Tangrady, former Pittsburgh Penguin, and Scott Burnside, just a couple minutes off in, on the horizon as well. I'm going to look it up, 538.com. Great statistical website. Has the Penguins percent chance to make the playoffs at, ooh, just as I guessed, right below 50%, 45%. Yikes. Panthers at 78%. Islanders at 76%. This is what happens when you don't win the games you are supposed to win, whether it's in late October in Vancouver or January, February, and March at home against Montreal and San Jose and Ottawa. You put yourself behind the eight ball. You don't control your own destiny. And you've got to hope Florida and or New York slips up in their final two games and you win out. We'll ask Eric Tangrady 
about what he saw, what we all saw Saturday in Detroit, which was the big guns and the biggest gun seemingly deciding to throw this thing on his back all over again at a point when we had maybe started to question whether he was still capable of that, at least in the course of this season. Tango joins me next. Chris Mack with you right here on Fifth Avenue Faceoff. 